Hello, and I am Samantha Tomlinson. And I'm Kevin Tracy. Welcome to Movie Reel, everyone. So, this week, so it's something a little different. We watched two movies, Doom and Doom Annihilation. These are both pieces of shit. (laughs) I... (laughs) I've been looking forward to this for so long, and in honor of Doom Eternal coming out in about a week or so by the time this comes out, um, it just seemed like a really appropriate time to see how far this game series has come from its early beginnings from the 90s to the pieces of shit that we're going to be talking about today. Just, um, oh my yeah, the god, first one, like... The first one wasn't that bad. The first it, one it, was bad, more like it just... Having nothing to do with the game. <laughs> I mean, I don't know anything about the game, so I can't yeah. judge that. But it just... Yeah. My issue with that was... Like, I felt like it started off kind of strong. I just was noticing as I was watching it, it was just following the format of a horror movie. And so I realized, yeah. oh, so... It was very clear who was going to die. <laughs> like, that was so evident. And then um, the second one... It was just like it started off as the same movie and then it actually it didn't get interesting until the last seven minutes. That was yeah, I was actually no, like I, I can somewhat, attest to that. I was actually interested and invested. I did not give a fuck about these characters. They were I, not I, interesting. I will at say all. this I will say this about both movies. Towards like their climax of the movie, there are two scenes, um or there's one scene in each movie towards the end that are just fantastic. The first one does it so well. And the second one's like, this is just really cool in comparison with the rest of the movie. But it's still cool nonetheless. But um, t- taking a step back from the movies, Doom as a franchise, what about that do you know? I don't know any of it. It Honestly, the, the, <laughs> okay. monster, the monster looked like the Predator monster. So I kept thinking, like, no, this is not Predator. This is Doom. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, what what so... is the game? Okay, so so a quick history lesson. Doom is a very influential first-person shooter game um, where the whole premise is scientists start up a research base on Mars to set up these teleportation gates to travel from Earth to Mars. And in the process of doing so, they open up a dimensional portal to hell and you, playing as the Doom Marine, or just the Doom guy, have to stop and fight all the demons on loose on one of the moons of Mars. That's that's it. That's the that's the premise. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was. Uh, yeah. Not that at all. <laughs> I just was so okay. So we're, let's just start with the first Doom. Um, okay. Doom. Two thousand five. <laughs> I have. I was making notes, and I have. I mean, sometimes they're just like bullet points, or they're just like this happens. This like it's just little snippets. But like, I have over like. 60 like i have 65 like things oh my to mention. god like i couldn't so the very first actually we were watching this i we were gonna do this last week originally and i started watching yeah. it and then i saw that it got a like 30 percent, and i'm like okay we've done two bad movies in a row we need to do at least we ha- need to have one filler <laughs> Yeah, we need we need to have some good. <laughs> I like how the good movies are our filler. Well, I mean, because so uh, let's just get <laughs> so let's just say this now because I I've been asked this. Um, we we don't want to limit ourselves, so we're gonna do good movies. We're gonna do bad movies. It's just whatever. 
you know, sometimes just what comes along, what suddenly, what we find, what is available. Um, you know, we're not excluding old or new, good or bad. It's just whatever we would like to watch. Um, I don't want to limit ourselves to one genre or one type of movie, at least not at this point. Um, Cause yeah. I keep getting asked, Oh, are you guys just doing bad movies? And I'm like, no, it's just, we just had happened to do two bad movies in a row. <laughs> or yeah. why don't you do new movies? I'm like, I mean, we, we did. We did Joker and 1917 and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And I'm like, we could do newer movies and we have done newer movies. We're just trying to do a mix. <laughs> we're still yeah. we're still figuring out as we go. And if you've been listening since the beginning, we really appreciate it because, I mean, yeah, we're still figuring things out and we're this is still a work in progress. So we really appreciate it. Um, yeah, we're we're new. Give us feedback, please. We appreciate it. Oh, so that's like when I say when we say like, you know, make comments or make movie suggestions on Facebook or Apple or YouTube. Like we mean that because we we really do want to hear what you guys have to say. But as for right now, we're just going to be kind of doing what we want to do. We we genuinely want to grow and provide better content for all everyone or anyone who's listening and when we don't get any feedback we kind of just keep trudging along thinking that we're doing fine so in all honesty any criticism is good criticism if you don't like what we're saying then let us know and we'll change that or don't listen depending on what we're saying but i mean listen listen listen. (laughs) please listen don't don't listen to her she's crazy i found it's on you can find on youtube where uh jennifer lawrence was doing press for uh, one of the X-Men movies and her agent or her manager or somebody, she's like, they keep telling me, stop telling people that they don't have to go see the movie. <laughs> like, like, she keeps going, you know, if you want to see it. Like, <laughs> um, oh, God. So, and I actually remembering now, I keep forgetting to say this. If um, you haven't seen the movie, if you don't want spoilers, don't maybe don't listen to this one. Um, yeah. I keep saying this at the end. Because that's when I remember to say it for some reason. Yeah. But my spiel just now made me reminded me to to say it. So full warning: every episode is a spoiler. We're gonna go in depth in every movie that we're talking about. So if you haven't seen any movie in any of the episodes that we've seen, don't watch that episode until you've seen that movie. Otherwise, it will be spoiled for you, and that's not on us. Don't put that on us. We um, I remember on the old show we did a remember our episode on Infinity War. And we did an entire hour of not talking about a movie. Yeah, that we was. Talk, we did not spoil we, we, anything. Yeah, that that one that one we really had to tiptoe around a lot of things, which which was really hard because we literally did an episode like the, it was like what the weekend after we had seen it, so it had been like uh, I want to say like two days, maybe like yeah, like a, a few days since the movie came out, and it's like. Oh God! And I remember leaving the theaters like, "Oh God, we can't say anything for our show tomorrow." So that was so much fun because it was such a challenge. Like we it, could not talk really about anything. Was. It 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 got to a point where it's like, "Oh, I want to say something." Like remember that time when that thing happened and then Thanos punched a dude? It's like, yeah, that was spoiler. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, spoiler: Thanos punches someone. I'm sorry. Um. Yeah, we we definitely we want to. So yeah, we spoil it because we, we want to talk about the movie. We want to talk about everything that happens. So if you don't want to, if you don't want to be spoiled, uh, maybe don't listen. But I th- I would think yeah. you 
I think people are smart and can figure that out. And considering one of these movies came out in 2005 and the other one is a direct-to-DVD thing that's already on Netflix. Okay, um, I was wondering, yeah. was that ever in theaters? Doom Annihilation was a straight-to-DVD thing. Um, it had... Oh, God, I just... I, I've been looking up the budget for Doom Annihilation for, like, the past half hour. Cannot find any uh, any information on, like, how much money they had to work with making the movie. All I can find is how much domestic sales it had for DVD and Blu-ray. And total domestic sales is $71,852. <laughs> That's so little. <laughs> it, it, it only... It made less than $80,000 in in video sales and it's on um netflix right now to to stream so i honestly don't know how much they got for for giving it to netflix for them to stream i I don't know if they get like a commission or something like that um i don't know how that works but the first one in 2005 i almost said 2015 that's wrong 2005 had a $60 million budget. Uh, opening weekend made $15 million, uh, just almost like 15 and a half. Um, and its total worldwide gross was $58 million. So this lost money. <laughs> and I can, and, th- and this was the better of the two. So I can only imagine how bad Doom Annihilation did. So just to understand, um, opening weekend is the most important. I think I remember, as our professor told us, it is the most important weekend which sounds very obvious, but it's because if it doesn't do well opening weekend, it's unlikely to get better. And I mean, you, yeah, you have certain movies that become like cult favorites over time, but those don't as much make as much money. Um, like if it doesn't do well opening, if it doesn't make as, if, if it doesn't double the money, it's that's bad. <laughs> so the fact that this yeah. lost money. So last week we talked about Annihilation and it made a profit of like three million, which is low. Yeah. It's still a profit, but this fact it's that still this a profit, lost but yeah, two million dollars. <laughs> yeah, no, this is, uh, yeah, no, it, it's also funny because uh, this film was such a bomb. Uh, the first one, the 2005 one with Dwayne the Rock Johnson, it was such a bomb that movie critics uh said that while um uh Jane. While Dwayne the Rock Johnson was uh, having his father inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame, uh, Dwayne Johnson joked about starring in this movie. <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah, which is also really funny. This movie has a pretty solid cast. It's got Carl Urban. It's got uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Uh, it's like they, they're pretty like cool actors, and it's just really sad that they all were just not so much characters of themselves like they were a lot more fleshed out than they were in doom annihilation those ones were just straight up like military space marine stereotypes stolen straight from james cameron aliens so this movie yeah i felt like that that was the issue with these so these characters i i didn't hate them i just didn't we didn't really get a chance to know them i felt like especially carl urban and rosamund pike's characters who are siblings, they needed yeah. to be fleshed out a lot more. Um, yeah, jo- John and Samantha Grimm, and I also thought it was kind of funny that uh, Carl Urban's nickname, like, all the soldiers have, like, one, like, like simple nickname, like, uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson is Sarge, they got Duke, Goat, Destroyer, Duke, Duke Destroyer, the Kid. Goat, Portman, Reaper, who's 
John, Carl Urban. Yeah. And Sarge, which is uh, The Rock. Um, yeah. And then they, uh, they they meet a guy there whose nickname is Pinky, and that has significance to the game. Okay. Uh, of, you know. So that... Because uh, they're... Yeah. I'll, actor, I'll get to that later. When... Yeah. Or, well, actually, yeah, we'll just... We'll get there. Um, so the very yeah. first thing that this movie starts, and I accidentally... the I, I rented the... So the first time I rented this, I accidentally rented unrated. And then... Oh, no. Then, then I... Because I didn't get to finish it the first time, so I re-rented it. And this time I just finished with unrated. <laughs> but um, I can't imagine, like... it. The very One of the first things that happens is so all these, like... Something goes wrong. Scientists like are a getting science picked lab. off. Yeah, they're all running around getting picked off by something... It's it's a little it kind of reminded me of Jurassic Park in the beginning when uh or not the beginning but uh when um the raptors kind of eating the worker in its cage. Oh, I was thinking of when Ellie is trying to look for in like the vent she's looking for uh Samuel Jackson. Oh, right, 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 right. when she's trying to turn the power back on. Yeah, and um see so all these signs are being picked off and one of them's like running and screaming and like the doctor just closes the door on her, and she's so desperate, her arm puts her arm through, and it gets cut off. And I was like, ah! Yep. Like, yep. That's the whole first, movie, Sam. This is, like, the first, like, 30 seconds. Yeah. I, I also I also want to point out that the, the doctor who, like, survives that ordeal is uh, Dr. Carmack, and uh, Carmack is uh, uh, the name of one of the original creators of the Doom game back in the 90s, uh, John Carmack, who I think was also the founder of, like, one of the founders of id Software, which is the company that made Doom, as well as Wolfenstein and all those other uh, really famous and popular games. Um, yeah, he so he sends, like, a distress call, and they we then cut yeah. to... So I guess it's, like, a group of Marines... So like we said, destroyer, Duke, Goat, Portman. Yeah, yeah, and they're all just they're all just kind of dicking around because like, oh, we're about to go on leave. What are you gonna do, Portman? It's like, oh, I'm gonna get laid. It's like, haha. Oh, okay, so no, fun. Portman doesn't just say he's gonna get laid. First of all, Portman is disgusting. Every yeah. single time he talks, I think, are you gonna rape this person you're talking to? The way he talks, the creepiness, and like <laughs> he just re- he just radiates pervert. It's just every time he even a smile. He has one of those creepy yeah. triangle smiles. Like I. I was yeah. fine. I couldn't wait for him to die because he just was so unsettling to me. Oh yeah, no, he he definitely has like the kill me face going on for him. Like you you know he's going to be a victim, but he's like, is he going to be like the guy who kind of like weasels his way to like the very end and he like tries to, like kill the protagonist in like a last ditch effort to save himself? I thought they were kind of going that route with Portman. I thought they because... were going the route of in a horror movie like how. Uh how always the, the sluts are the ones that die and the fact that he's gross. Like, <laughs> that's how I looked at it. Like when we first yeah, meet I, him. I, I, yeah. I thought he was going to be kind of like the, the guy who's going to try to like, like talk his way out of, or like weasel out of like any given situation that would like put his life on the line and like try to like kill the good guy to try to like make sure that he survived and or something like that but we never got any of that he literally dies like on the toilet like trying to call for reinforcements jurassic park style um, yeah he clever girl he says um they're like what are you gonna do and he's like i'm renting a motel and getting a bunch of she boys and 
I think it was Duke who's like, that's, you're gross. And I'm like, yeah. when he said that, I'm like, she boys? Is is that what I think it is? Like, why would, first of all, if that's what you do on your off time. Hey, don't kink shame. Yeah, I'm like, if that's what you do on your off time, okay. I'm just surprised that that's something you're comfortable telling your coworkers. Like, everything about him was just right from the get-go. He's just gross and pervy and, like, I don't know. Like, I'm sure he yeah. has, like, a, a wife beater shirt that has, like, a stain on it. Like, nothing about him was... <laughs> I, I, had, I was yeah. not good with anything about him. I, 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 th- I, think, I think he is wearing a wife beater underneath his, like, tacky, like, like bought at a gas station, like, Hawaiian shirt. Like, this thing was, like, clearly bought at a gas station. Like, this thing looks like shit. Like, this isn't a Tommy Bahama, like, uh, <laughs> Hawaiian shirt. It's yeah, just, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> like oh he bought this at a truck stop like found in a glory hole kind of kind of kind of hawaiian shirt <laughs> like that's what this character radiates <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes I it's like think... that's an apt description am i right i didn't think about the glory hole thing but i mean yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay um so they're all supposed to go on leave and then sarge comes in who's the rock and He's just so, I mean, he looks, he's one of those things, he looks exactly the same, but he looks, he, he, I know he's younger, but he kind of looks- He's less buff. Not even buff, his just face, because it's got less wrinkles, he looks kind of like a CGI version, ver, version of The Rock. Like if they were trying, yeah. he did a movie where he was supposed to look younger. That's how he looked to me. He so, looked- so, so the mummy returns? <laughs> Was a scorpion king. <laughs> um, but even there, maybe it's because in that he's dressed in like he doesn't look like. I mean, he looks like the Rock, but he's dressed in like ancient battle armor and has long hair. I don't notice you, you, him. As you much. mean a loincloth? A loin. <laughs> yes. He's not wearing armor. He's wearing like a bracelet and a loincloth. That's it. <laughs> I thought he was wearing something on top. Maybe it's just his hair. I don't know. I don't even remember. It's distracting. Um. Anyway. Uh, anyway. But um, yeah, no. Uh, it's 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 also kind of funny that like Dwayne the Rock Johnson's in this, and like Dwayne the Rock Johnson, like in movies like nowadays, like he's like really full of, like charisma, and he's like always smiling. This one, he has like zero personality. He's like the he's he's literally like the angry like military sergeant in like Aliens or like any movie that has a space marine in it, and he has zero personality outside of that like brief character description i actually felt like yeah he didn't have none of them really had a ton of personality um i felt like honestly i feel like duke and portman had the most personality like i don't i don't even remember half of them like goat or mac or any of that mac Mac was just to be they had an asian guy and the whole joke was oh he has a very he has a long complicated name so they just call him mac like yeah okay um he was just that he was specifically there for that joke like there was really yeah no, no like his character is so unmemorable i didn't even rem- remember that joke and he died off screen <laughs> it's like oh wait it's like wait weren't there more of him and then we see his body's like oh right there was an asian guy <laughs> so um so yeah the rock comes in saying that leaves canceled they have re- been reassigned and carl urban who's clearly like kind of moody and kind of definitely a little bit he's kind of more isolated from everybody else. And Sarge is like, you don't not need, you don't need to come. And he's like, no, I want to come. He's like, no, it's, it's okay. We got this. It's like, where, yeah, it's like, where are we going? <laughs> Old Divide, which is, I guess, 
on that's the moon off of Mars. Yeah, they're they're going to no in this one I think they're going straight up to Mars, even though in the games and stuff they're they primarily go to Phobos, which is one of the moons of Mars. But since Doom came out in two thousand five, this movie uh, they wanted to follow more or less the same lines as Doom 3, which was the latest installment of the series, which came out roughly around the same time as this movie. So they were more or less trying to follow that game rather than the originals. And although Doom 3 isn't really considered like a, a fan favorite so much uh, compared to the rest of the series, it still follows the plot line of yeah, they open up a portal to hell. Like, hell's still, like, a very big part of that series, and that is not evident at all in this movie. I just thought, like, yeah, I was so getting... It was getting so mixed up. Um, But they they basically, yeah, they're being reassigned. And I will... Uh, Sarge and... um Reaper. Reaper. They... I actually kind of like their relationship for most of the movie. They kind of have this, like... Sarge is in charge but he definitely respected out of everybody. He respected Reaper the most. And the fact yeah. that he told him in the beginning, no, you don't need to come on this. Like it's okay. And it was because, so I get, so actually I'm getting ahead of myself, but they, they're getting ready to go. They're loading up and their guns. And it was just so, I know the only reason this happened was because so their guns, every time they, they like, they grab them, it says like, dude, yeah, it, it, it like, it like, yeah, yeah. It's like, them. Yeah, like recognizes their DNA or like their fingerprints so that no one can like steal or use their guns, but just like that's cool technology and this is an interesting and creative way to like reveal like who's who <laughs> other than like, hi, I'm disgruntled uh, Space Marine one, I'm disgruntled Space Marine two, and I'm pervy Space Marine, says Portman. I couldn't the thing was I couldn't decide if it was creative or if it was the fact because there was like there's like uh like six or seven of them. So the fact that it just, with every single one, it just came off very, like, they're li- making a list, and it was just like, I get it. I don't know. It Maybe because it was too many of them. If it was, like, three, then I don't know. But um, anyway, they go up, and, oh, so I don't remember when I wrote this down, but um, there's this one younger uh, Marine with, um, I think it's called him The Kid, and I don't know if it's because he's younger or if they don't know his name. I think that's just his nickname. And uh portman says shocker portman makes a dirty joke he's like god ass you don't say they they i it's funny i always wanted a pussy and then they sent you and i'm like ugh. yeah also i want i want to point out kid they're sending like this group of like highly trained like marines to a facility on mars who's currently under like a huge quarantine and yet one of the members of the squad is this very seemingly very unexperienced fresh recruit type character just called the kid. And he's treating like this entire mission like it's his first day on the job, yet they were just about to go on leave. So what the and later on in the movie they say that this was his first mission. So what the hell was he doing in between him going on leave to like how does he go on leave when it's his first day that doesn't make any sense and why was he sent out with them when he's clearly not experienced as a soldier in any way imaginable because he straight up just refuses multiple orders given to him from sarge i mean granted they are for a good moral high ground but still that's a direct order from your co 
and you kind of need to follow them. That's a good point. I didn't think about that. Um, yeah, like, yeah. He, 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 why, they, why are they going on leave if it's his first, yeah, his first day is break. Yeah. <laughs> it's like every It's like, congratulations, you're hired. Through. Yeah, it's like, congratulations, you're hired. Now go on your two-week vacation. It's like, what? All right. <laughs> so I get paid, right? Sure. They literally, yeah, they go up to Mars. I literally wrote Mars, question mark, because I wasn't very <laughs> clear. Um, and they take this, like, transportation thing to Old Divide. And they meet uh, Marcus Pinskarowski, who's half his bot, his set of legs. It's like instead of a wheelchair, but they're like, rather than him sitting like, in it, it's like wheels. Like he's half robot machine. Yeah, it's like, it's like one of those, it's like, like a hover round, kind of like those wheelie things. And But like, like a Segway kind of version of that. Yeah, and he basically says like, that you can experience major turbulence. And they're like, what does that mean? And Carl Urban's like, he went to one galaxy, his ass went to another. And then a pair of legs just fall, and I'm like, are those yeah. supposed to be his legs? Whose legs are those? And they look so... they do The CGI did not hold up. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm like, who, that, that, I literally was like, who the fuck that, that, these? That's an extra scene in the unrated version, I believe. Okay, because I was like, um, what the hell is this? What is this? Okay, and then... Yeah, he, but yeah, they, they yeah. In case, in case you couldn't figure out that subtle joke, they just straight up had to show you, um, which was super unnecessary. And also, I thought Pinky's character was really cool. Uh, I thought he was like a really like decent character. And um, later on in the movie, I'll kind of explain uh, the significance of his name. Uh, as well as his transformation later on uh, as a character. Uh, and for those of you who've seen the movie and like know the game and hear the name Pinky, you know exactly what I'm going to talk about. But for those of you who haven't really played the games, uh, Sam, uh, <laughs> this is, this is going to be a heck of a shock. Okay. <laughs> he, um, but like, so yeah, he, and then he introduced himself as, Marcus Pinskarowski, and he's like, but you can call me Pinky. And I think what bothered me more was it wasn't that he had a nickname, it was that it, it was just it seemed like that was a nickname. It, it, it would have made more sense to me if he just said, hi, my name is Pinky. But the fact that he said his, and, and then if they made some comment like what, what kind of name is that? And then he said his whole name. It just came off weird yeah. to me that they said his name and then his nickname like because it was it, just it trying just to make a reference. Out, it was just trying to make a reference. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, that, that that's entirely what he did. Was just they they came up with some like super long, confusing name just so they could give him the nickname of Pinky, which is just not even that good of a reference, to be honest. Could it, it was a really crappy. It could have just been like, "Hi, I'm Pinky." Like, what kind of name is that? Well, like, I'm called. My real name is Marcus Pinskarowski. Which would you rather? You know, they could have done a smoother way. Like, they, they, they could, yeah, they they could have had like any number of references. Like they could have like made this guy Carmack, and he would have like helped them through. Like that would have been cool. Is like, oh wow, the creator of the game is like helping us through. That would have been cool. Or like calling him uh, uh Blaskovich. Like that would have been a really cool like Easter egg and like reference to like something else. And it was just no, they they called him Pinky. I gotta and... say though, so the actor that's Pinky is Dexter Fletcher who is a pretty successful director now. I don't know if I don't yeah. sure he directed Rocket Man, which if anyone's been listening, 
I thought was really, really well directed and was an insane Oscar snub. But um, I was like, oh, I literally, I don't know. I was looking up the cast and I was like, I know that name. And I'm like, oh my God. So I thought that was random, but I, I was like, what a weird cast this is. And then, um, and then I literally, uh, there's a debate on whether they need to evacuate everybody. And I got to say, yeah. as the movie going on, they could have just evacuated them. I didn't really see. It seems so the fact that wait with the type of transportation, it's just kind of like a beam. It just sucks them there. And I know it's not, yeah. like, not pleasant, but like, it, I don't know. I just, well, I mean, they, they, they would, they would have had to take that transportation to get to Mars in the first place. So they, they know what it would be like. Yeah, exactly. And I just kind of thought, you know, it it's because they didn't know how big of a threat this was. But I literally yeah. just thought, you know, you could have just evacuated just to be safe. It just seemed, I was literally, I'm like, you know, why not just evacuate them earlier? Well, well, the thing was, is that the area was on quarantine. John Carmack, like the, the not John, Dr. Carmack put like the whole facility on quarantine. And the only people that are allowed in are like the Marines. And they're the ones who have final say on if people can get let out, if there's not like some kind of like, cause they don't know if it's like a biological contamination, if there's like some kind of terrorist threat, if there was like some hostile force who infiltrated, like they, they really don't know what's going on. So they, it makes sense that they played it safe and not let anyone go anywhere, like strict people's travel and just keep everything isolated on Mars until like the final say from the Marines, like tell them to go. Yeah, so, like that made sense. I just was thinking if they had things would have turned out differently, but um, I don't think it would have because it it didn't it didn't yeah. And maybe I don't know, but anyway. So then uh, there's this of course a group of women and Portman's got to go over and make some strip search joke, which was just like just stop. I literally wrote I had to like I typed this all like on my notes on my phone and I put a little throw up emoji next to it like. Just everything Portman does is gross. Like he finds a way to make every single thing come off pervy and gross. And some yeah. of most, and like a good percentage of his dialogue doesn't need to be this pervy. Oh no. They, they, he is like overly pervy. Like Herbert, the pervert from family guys, like, dude, calm down. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, we get it. Rain it in, bud. So then, uh, uh, Roseman Pike's character, we're introduced to Roseman Pike's character uh dr samantha Grimm, and there's so prior to us meeting her we keep hearing like sarge asking carl urban like oh is she do you think she's still up there because he doesn't want to he doesn't he's being kind of reluctant to go up and even though he doesn't have to and then we think it's kind of the impression that it's going to be like a girlfriend or an ex-girlfriend or like, like yeah or like an, yeah something like that like some like intimate relationship with someone duke's like did you let that sweet piece of ass go and he's like she's my sister and i'm like okay so that was that was really funny (laughs) i i thought it was funny but i will say and i do like that it was his sister as opposed to it as opposed to her being like his girlfriend or a wife or something because it did kind of oh okay i just thought like they were kind of and looking back there wasn't really any indication there was no in the dialogue. Nothing showed that it was a girlfriend. It was just the indication, like we know yeah. he's got a female somebody that he knows up there. So it was kind of implying that it was his girlfriend. And then the, yeah. do you let that sweet piece of Asco? No, it's my sister. And it was just like, oh, okay, okay. So, um, and and then like Duke's like 
So did you let the Serbius ass go? Okay, now I'm, I'm sorry. I made, so about half this, part of this movie I watched last week, and then I was busy and I didn't get to finish, so I had to re-rent it. it it's all good. Okay, so yeah. Half they, of my they notes, take... I, I'm like, I wrote, I wrote down, what are my notes? So I think it was just after um, we meet uh, Dr. Grimm, I literally wrote, lockdown? But people can get out. And I think it was referring to I was I'm like, I don't even remember why I wrote that. But I think it was just because yeah. people were still going in and out of places and I'm like, wait, I thought we were in lockdown. Yeah. The the facility itself was in lockdown, but no one could necessarily leave that facility except for like you know, like the main like like public access hub where everyone was like where we you first see like all like the scientists and like civilian like workers there. Um, but the lower levels, like the sewers and like the, the research lab, those were like all locked down. And that's where we see, um, Samantha Graham's line, like, Hey, I need you guys to like sweep and clear all this stuff so we can, uh, like collect like all the research data from doc, uh, from Dr. Carmack. Like that's like, and that's the soldier's main mission is to assess the threat and save the data. Um, this is when, so Pinky's basically kind of their eyes and ears. He's like watching them through uh cameras as they go in um and they're basically yeah they're trying to find out what's going on and find out the people that were last seen in the facility um this is when we meet mac and he's like your name's mac and then he's got you know a complicated asian name and so the whole yeah. joke is like oh he's asian and he has a long name so they're yeah. going to call him mac yeah. yeah yeah by the way the amount of coverage that we've put like we, the amount of time we've talked about him in this show is more time than he is like covered in the movie. He is such a footnote character that he's not even worth mentioning. And the fact that we mentioned him so much, I find it hilarious. Um, so they they venture they venture in. Yeah, they're they're looking around. They they manage to find like the main like research facility or like the research lab. Samantha is like decoding everything, and eventually, um. One of the soldiers, I believe Carl Urban, like, sees something. He's like, oh, what was that? And then they have to go uh, into the sewers. And we are introduced to the darkest scene in cinema I can think of in recent memory. And not dark as in, like, oh, it's really graphic. Dark as in, I can't see a goddamn thing. Yeah. Yeah, like... It, it, it is beyond pitch black that you can only see a silhouette in a, in darkness, which doesn't add the fact that it's a silhouette. You still can't see anything. That doesn't do anything. So, yeah, they're all just going. We're we're cutting back and forth between all these different people. So Portman and Goat have teamed up, and uh, Goat is very religious. And there's like a scene where he says something, and then he cuts like, oh, yeah. a cross into his arm. Yeah, he he like trips over a barrel, and then he says, "God damn it!" And it's like. Uh, and then, yeah, then he then he cuts like yeah he cuts like a cross into his arm, and we see his arm and it's just covered in crosses. Like, dude. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um. Um. And I wonder what happened. Yeah. And then I would wonder what happened if he was a pastor who turned into a dinosaur. I don't know, man. We'll never find out. Um. But uh, we'll never know. So. Uh. Samantha is trying to tell John how, like, so I guess we're getting through, like, their parents used to also kind of work up there, and they died, 
I wasn't by what was it like a mo- I wasn't very clear on how they died. They just kind of yeah, some monster or some kind of attack and uh, for for the most part, it ma- they make it seem like it was like some like natural disaster. Like there was like a like a basically like an earthquake and when they were in like the mines, just like researching like all like the like artifacts and stuff that they found on Mars. They they died in the collapse, and for some reason, and that basically like fragmented like the relationship between uh, Reaper and Sam to the point where like they don't really talk to each other that much or at all anymore. Um, and Samantha decided to like carry on with like their parents' research, and jo- uh, Reaper decided to do his own thing and join the military. So they were. She's part of an archaeological like dig on Mars. I guess, and they found uh, these remains that show the the remains had she had twenty four chromosomes, but people only have twenty three chromosomes. And he's like, "Well, what's the other one?" And she's like, "It made her it's like a superhuman. She was super strong and could heal almost instantly." And I'm like, "You can tell. I mean, I don't know science, but you can tell that from just like I don't know. I I'm like, I get. How can you tell that that's what it's for?" Yeah, I, I like. Yeah, I I know, and especially her because they literally say later on, it's like we don't do any human tests. Like, then how would you know that unless you tested it on someone? Yeah, I'm like, it just it just seemed like quite a leap to be like, oh, yeah. she must have been superhuman. Like, like, oh, okay. So, um, and we then, um, like, yeah. So, uh, we eventually. There's a see they there's like an attack there's like shots being fired somebody's running around and it's the the doctor that went missing. Yeah, he he you he you see him like huddling in the corner, holding the hand of the the severed hand of the woman who like got it lopped off by the door, and they're trying to like reason with him. It's like Doctor Carmack, Doctor Carmack, like you you need to come with us. Like, do you re- realize where you are? And he's not saying anything. And he's just like huddling like looks like he's like eating the arm and then he rips off his ear and yeah. it's like okay sure and they um they get him back to the lab and they're trying to like what you know whatever and um they keep going and then they're like just trying to find the rest of that arm yeah or the the body that goes to that arm the rest of the arm well yeah yeah and they and then of course uh Portman and the kid come across just a naked woman of course much to Portman's delight and I'm yeah. just like what the fuck why why would there just be a what I just want to know like in there Portman probably wasn't even wondering but I'm honestly thinking what in what what scenario would they why would they think there's just a naked woman just there like it didn't make sense and then she turns out, yeah, she's infected by whatever, what's whatever's going on, and tries to attack them, and they kill her, and it's like, ugh, yeah, it's it's just yeah. it's just ridiculous. Um, I, 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 I honestly don't remember that scene. I, I guess I haven't seen the unrated version. I have I I have no memory of that scene whatsoever. Uh, so that's news to me. That's how. That's like, uh. She's like the body that goes with the arm, I guess. Oh, okay. So do you ever wait in the unrated? We watched two different versions. 
Apparently. Did you? But I've been I've I've been seeing this movie. I've seen this movie for years, and I had no idea that scene even existed. Did you? <laughs> I wow. Was, I was uh, with people, and we were watching Step Brothers. And this is I had only seen Step Brothers on TV, so things get cut out. So the scene where Will Ferrell is literally rubbing his balls on the drum set, I'm like, what? I don't remember this at all. And everyone's <laughs> laughing, like, because I have no idea that it was coming. Um, <laughs> like, so how, well, in your version, how do they find, because this, do you, do you know what happens to the body? Like, I, they, pretty much like, for, for the for the movie, they pretty much just say it's like, oh man, we like found like all the bodies, and it's like they find them like off screen. Like we never like see like any major confirmation. We just see like a few like uh, scattered bodies like here and there, and them saying like, oh, we just found so and so so down the hall, and oh, now we're following this thing down into the sewers. Like it it goes by so fast, and it. It, it gets to a point in the movie where the movie is going at a speed that I can't really figure out what they're doing because I already forgot what they just did. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, yeah, <laughs> like, okay, um, so, and yeah, they find it, so, at least in my version, in the unrated version, um, they did you find okay did you come across the room oh so i think it was in this room with the naked with the naked woman on the wall they see the word suffer in blood written in blood yep no did not see that wow this is gonna be an interesting review yeah we we watched two different movies no (laughs) um no i i i mostly have like seen this i've seen this like on uh netflix like back when it was still on there um yeah, I guess they just had like the normal theatrical version, I guess, because this is a scene that I have zero memory of. Wouldn't it have been funny if you watched Doom and I, wa- or like one of us watched Doom and one of us watched Zoom? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> if we actually did watch two different movies. <laughs> um, so there. So basically, Duke has been kind of assigned to to Samantha. Protecting Sam. And they, and there's like a, it's it's a nano wall. So it's kind of like a weird, just, it's not just like, it's like a, it's like a kind of invisible uh, wall that you, you walk through and then you close it and then the room's like sealed. And he's like, yeah, it, yeah. And he's like, I don't do nano walls. And I'm just like, why? You just take a step. I mean, you take a step. It can't be as bad as like the transportation, like, which you know what I mean, like that that lasts yeah, longer. This yeah, is you take a step forward. Yeah, but this is like like really, this seems like a less extreme than what you've already gone through. Like, and it, like as soon as he said this, like, oh, someone's gonna get killed by this thing, and sure enough, they trap a demon in it, or not really a demon. I mean, that's one thing. That's one thing about this movie that pisses me off is that they completely ignore the entire hell like aspect of doom and this whole thing is just a martian virus that the chromosome that was mentioned earlier and like the the fossilized remains of people that they found on mars uh good people who get that chromosome basically are superhuman they're like insane stamina self like healing like they're they're captain america basically 
but for bad people, it turns them into these hideous, disgusting monsters, and that's what they're finding all over the facility is all the bad people that got it. It's like, what? No, I want everybody. a demon, damn it. That seems stupid. Like, so every single one of them, it turns into a monster. It's like, I would, if anything, I would, if it made more sense, if it's like, it can make you superhuman, and this is all just going horribly wrong, or I thought it was, or I thought it was like, you know, one or two of them are turning the monsters and they're just infecting everybody. But is it even if you infect, if, if, if like, so like, uh, there's, there's still like a chance of like you potentially becoming superhuman because later on in the movie, like Sarge is like, oh man, we can't let this infection spread. All right. We need to kill everyone. That was and so the kid, stupid. Yeah. I literally wrote the, yeah. like Sarge just becomes an asshole for no reason. Um, yeah. But yeah, anyway, but, uh, so... but yeah, like yeah, they, they, he's ordered like everyone's like we need to kill everyone. We can't let this infection spread. And it's like it's like, dude, there's no guarantee that anyone will be infection. It's like I said, no one gets out of here alive. And the kid comes across a room of like a bunch of people, like basically men, women, and children who are just like kind of like made like a ramshackle like barrier behind a door, and he just immediately walks in. And it's like, uh, I'll come back and help you all, and. We're ne- we never see or hear about those people again until Sarge's like, all right, I killed them all. It's like, okay, Jesus. Um, so they're they're dealing. So Sam and another doctor are dealing with uh, what's his name, Doctor Doctor Carmack. Carmack, okay. Uh, and he's a, yeah, he says to shut it down. It's inside, and then like the monster, whatever's going on. So. They're all, it's still cutting back and forth between all the, the, the Marines and they, before they were in a room filled with like animals and dogs, like dogs and stuff in cages. And then they go back and all the animals are gone and there's like blood everywhere. And they find a doc, one of the other doctors is just like eating them. Eating a rat. Eating yeah. A, yeah eating a rat. And, uh, I literally wrote messed up guy eats mice. Um, and <laughs> And they kill him, or he starts to attack them, and so they, you know, they kill him. And uh, uh, then Sarge and Duke, um, oh, so way before this, Sarge and Duke are, they're just kind of, Duke's definitely interested in Sam. And so he asks, he says, oh, yeah, what's, he's talking, I think he he was talking about something, I don't know, he he was asking, like, what's the deal? And Sarge is like, they just, they went their separate, t- parents died, they went their separate ways, and then, I don't, I don't remember, Duke said something, and it was just like. Yeah, he, he basically just says, like, it's complicated, it's like, oh, I'm complicated, he's basically is like, I don't care what you say, I'm gonna try to get with her, um, and at this point, I think this is around the time where, uh, they go to the weapons lab, and we meet the fan favorite weapon, the BFG, or, what they call the Bioforce gun, but everyone knows it as the big fucking gun. I oh, love that they I have. I was like BFG, I, like roll doll, the roll doll book. Like no, <laughs> the I I love the fact that they had this. And a fun fact about this is that they made two prop guns of the BFG for the movie, and The Rock kept both of them. <laughs> of course, he he just has two of those giant, comically oversized guns somewhere in his house. Um. So, uh, yeah, they're kind of starting to see that whatever's going on, these people are, like, getting infected by it. 
and uh, the doctor. Okay, so uh, Sarge and um, Duke, or it was Duke or Destroyer. I thought it was Destroyer. De- Destroyer's the one with the minigun. Maybe it was Duke then, or I don't know. I don't know. None of the characters had. You know, they all were just. They all. It was like they had names, and that was just about it. Um, yeah, Duke, or, uh, Destroyer ends up finding, like, this, like, uh, this pit, basically, where the walls are completely electrified. He gets pushed in it by some monster and ends up fighting this thing in, like, this, like, cage match and eventually gets killed, uh, in, like, the most unceremonious way possible. He, he literally climbs up this chain, the monster pulls it, and he falls, and he breaks his neck. It's like, really? That's how you die? I was like, no, Destroyer! It's like, no, you had so much personality, probably. Probably. But, um, I think this is when, before all this, it was Duke... I want to say it was Destroyer, but it might have been one of the other guys, but they, um, there's a vent, and they're hearing a sound, and so they, like, decide to, like, see what's in there. Oh, yeah, 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 that's Destroyer. (laughs) Yeah, and they, like, move the, like, you know, like the opening, and I'm like, always. I was thinking, why are these always so easy to open? Like people always use these yeah. to like, sneak in and out. Yeah, he he literally, yeah, he literally opens up the vent in the air duct and is like, that was really easy. There was like no like bolts or anything that they had to unscrew. It just lifted up like it was just like, it it was like a a crappy Lego piece that just couldn't fit into place. And inside the vent is a monkey that just scares the hell out of them. And they just shoot the hell out of the air vent. Like it's something out of like, like that one scene in Predator where they're just shooting in the jungle for like five minutes. Cause they, one of the guys saw something and none of the other guys question it. So they all start shooting and just completely like cut down like 50 trees in front of them. It's like, all right, I think we got him. <laughs> Miss every shot. <laughs> and it was just like, Okay, and it never comes back. Um, I'm like, yeah. shouldn't people be like, oh, there's a monkey? And 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 Sarge is just like, he's like, what? He's like, it was a monkey, and it's like, and he never is like, what? Like that's weird. Like they just accept it and they just go on. So then uh, we're back with uh, uh, Carmack, and he's starting to kind of look like Morbius, like the way his skin is changing and starting to look kind of gross. Um. And yeah. They eventually, uh, all the everybody makes it down into the sewer. They're pretty sure. Yeah. Whatever it is down there. They, they. Yeah, they follow something in there, and one of the soldiers, I believe Mac, uh, gets attacked by this creature, and its tongue detaches from its mouth and latches onto his neck, and that's how we see, like, oh, so it's infection through bites or blood contact or something. It's, it's very unclear how this thing spreads other than through physical contact with an already infected person. Yeah. That was when the tongue stayed behind. I was like, okay. Like it was, that was pretty gross. Um, and while this is all going on, uh, so Duke is still kind of like with Samantha and she is like, I remember what she was cutting open or she before well she before was taking Carmack's blood but she's like she you know running tests and whatnot and she she and Duke are talking and she says to Duke that he 
She's like, you know what? Secretly, I think you have a big heart. And he says, that's not the only big secret thing I have. Ha. She's just He's like, talking about his penis. <laughs> what? He is? And I think. I don't know. I think. Yeah. No, he's talking <laughs> about his pinky toe. Um, Ew. <laughs> That's disgusting, Sam. This is a family show. <laughs> um, so then, uh, she's kind of she's she's more just like amused by it. She's not like rolling. She's kind of rolling her eyes, but she's just kind of like, yeah. "Wow, been a while, huh?" And he says that, "Yeah, having sex with me is basically a, your civic duty." And it's like, what? And then she, um. Oh, and then this because she needs a bone power saw, and and he was like, "It's like, oh, like I, he's like, it's like, it's like, he's like, it's like, oh man, like, where is this boner joke gonna go? It's like, it's it's coming, it's there. She set him up for it. I know. She was like, she put it on, yeah, she put it on the tea, and but yeah, I, anyway. So, um, they, she tells him where to go. She then, he doesn't come back for a while, so she goes to find him. He he then comes out and, oh, prior to all this, Carmack has disappeared. He's just not in. Yeah, he, he just, he left after he, like, uh, Duke went to go get the uh, the power saw. And um, he, he later kind of reemerges, uh, but we'll get to that because, because uh, Sam uh, ends up getting... Uh, chased and stalked by uh, another infected demon type creature, and they trap it in the nano wall. Uh, just they they manage to t- turn the nano wall off like right as it gets in there, so it's halfway stuck in there. And we notice later on that it's missing an ear, the same ear that's missing that Doctor Carmack ripped off. This thing is Carmack. And so around this time, um. Okay, so actually, just before, before or just after that, Reaper, he has, like, an audio flashback. He's, like, looking outside, basically where they're trying to seal off all of the possible entrances and exits, and he's basically where his parents died. And I thought we were going to get an actual flashback, and instead, you just hear, like, parents being like, No, John, not over there! Like... Just uh, be yeah. careful, and then you hear like screams, and I'm like, okay, I guess this is where they die. But I was, I don't know, I kind of. Now let me make this clear. I hate flashbacks, and the fact that I said it needed one is not good. Um, Damn. I mean, no, it's it's not. I, it, I just feel like TV. It's it, it's one thing that's quick, but when they go on forever, and like TV shows, I've seen certain shows have ruined flashbacks for me when they're too much and too often and not interesting. So now I'm like really picky with flashbacks and I don't know. I think this, it would have been kind of stupid and maybe not that important, but we would have been a little clearer on how the parents died. And, um, yeah. And see this part where Sarge is like, is this where it happened? Like Sarge, like that's kind of like up until towards the end, I actually like Sarge because he, he seemed to have a lot of respect for Reaper, and yeah, that's nice. And, and they, yeah, but they they never explain why they have like this like camaraderie between the two of them, and not like the same kind of or a similar relationship between like everyone else. 
like this like there's like there's like some kind of like like bond between like sarge and reaper and it's never explained like have they been like serving together for like many years like did they did they save each other's lives at one point like is it like like it's never explained why that they're they're such good bros yeah um so at this point so mac was guarding pinky and then pink uh mac dies yeah 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 mac dies in the sewers because like oh we need all hands on deck down here it's like we need to search the sewers like i'm on my way and he dies immediately um so it it gets to a point where it's like all right we're evacuating the facility so they send everyone back to the facility um i believe it's in utah it's somewhere on earth in like this like underground bunker um and the only way out is through like this really like long um elevator shaft uh there's only one elevator that seems like a fire hazard uh not gonna lie (laughs) um uh but yeah they they evacuate everyone they evacuate everyone from uh the Mars base and after they do that they realize like oh man we 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 could have gotten the infection out there so they run back there trying to find the one monster that's left and they give Pinky a gun and it's like Pinky if something comes through here like you need to do take care of it it's like I'm not a soldier man I can't do this so of course Pinky fails and it ends up loose on earth and kills mostly everyone aside from one room full of like women and children yeah um Be, uh before like i think eventually so reaper so goat when down the sewers uh yeah goat gets attacked they then bring him to the lab they try to save him but no he's gone um and then uh he later he like you know gets resurrected he wakes up and that's what i was confused on so he wakes up sam and duke obviously freak out he then just is he like does like a cross on him and then just bangs his head against the wall and he just kills himself and i was confused because i wasn't clear on whether he was trying to kill himself or he was trying to get to him get to them yeah later on yeah later on in the movie they do explain that it's like oh like goat realized that he was turning into a monster uh so that's why he killed himself so they straight up just say that like he wasn't trying to get to them necessarily he intentionally killed himself by bashing his head against plexiglass yeah and um, um eventually uh so around this time yeah portman tries to send a broadcast he says he t- so he tells the destroyer he's like i gotta go take a shit and he's like would you and Destroyer's like really now and he's like what you'd rather i do it here and then there's that pervy smile again because we you know i i had been like 30 seconds since we've seen it so he then exactly. he's basically using that as a co- he's trying to send a signal because he wants reinforcements and uh sarge doesn't yeah. want to send more he's like no we're the reinforcements and uh yeah which i thought was that was such a stupid line (laughs) (laughs) such a bad line it's like even from even the rock saying it couldn't have made that cool god yeah this is when we don't get a calvary we are the calvary it's like shut up that's so bad 
as the movie goes on, we'll get there. But Sarge, The Rock's acting is like, there's a scene, there's a couple of scenes he's trying so hard to act sinister, but it just comes off. like It, lo- it honestly looks like he's about to start laughing. He, he Yeah, it's, it's, it's very goofy. Um, and so Destroyer, this is when Destroyer fights the monster and Destroyer dies. And then Portman dies. And then Duke is really torn up about Destroyer. And, um, they, this, Um, this is when though they all go back and, and Sarge is asking Sam, he's like, what the fuck is going on here? Why, what are you like? And this is when it wasn't that he was yelling at Sam. I was just more surprised that like, and I got Sarge is in charge. I was just more surprised. Like Sarge is in charge coming this fall of ABC. <laughs> I had to make the joke. All right. So yeah. Um, when, when Portman dies, this is also the first time we get to see the B of G 9,000 uh, in use. And he fires his glorious gun and he misses. He misses the thing. That's a guaranteed kill. Like he takes after like, the people in Godzilla. Oh God. Uh, yeah. No, I I hate the fact that in this movie, every time they fire the BFG, they miss. They they just shoot the wall or like the ceiling or whatever, and they miss the target. The BFG nine thousand in the game, pretty much you just fire in any direction, and it kind of just automatically like sparks out and hits whatever you're aiming at in that general area, and either instantly kills or does significant damage to whatever you're pointing it at. Um, which I thought was really dumb that the zero kills were made in the this movie with the BFG. Um, I mean, that I honestly, like, that was the least of this movie's worries. I don't think I was even really noticing that. Um, I mean, I believe you, but yeah, they all did make terrible it, shots. This whole movie. Yeah. Um, this movie was a terrible shot. <laughs> <laughs> But Sarge is, like, screaming at Sam, like, what's going on? Like, why? Well, you're lying. And I don't know. I think it just bothered me that it was kind of, I'm like, what? Because up until this point, I'm like, it just seemed like this was happening and she worked there and was pretty much the only person left that could, like, assist them. And yeah. it just kind of, I'm like, if anything, it would have, I thought like it would have made more sense. Maybe it'll have a little more, like, dialogue and character development between them if reaper was the one that was screaming at her and if sarge is like hey like calm down like i don't know it just seems very like damn like calm down sarge and um but but i felt like sarge was uh embodying the audience in that moment by asking her what the fuck is going on because when i first saw this i had no idea what was going on because the movie was moving so fast that i already forgot who was still left alive and where they were i couldn't tell if they were still on the mars base or on the base on earth because they look ex- yes exactly the i same. was so mixed up i'm like oh so that that was on earth that was like the final fight on earth the fi- the final yeah the final fight is on earth they look and exactly then they the transport same. yeah yeah, no, they look exactly the same. There's no distinction between the two. I was getting, I think they do look a little different, but it wasn't that. It was like the same type of facility and the same design. Yeah, it it, it was just, it was just a different room layout in like the main lobby where like everyone died. Like that's the only difference was just like the main central hub transport room. And e- and even then, those looked exactly the same. So it's around this time. Uh, 
they finally Sam shows them that she so I guess she was brought in to help uh like decode or, or translate. Yeah, that she she's basically there to like retrieve like the like the top secret like information like the, the research data and the soldiers are like under strict orders like you got you have to save this and they all watch it and they soon now realize that these monsters are people and it's just dr carmack and his team were testing on like death row inmates what this like 24th chromosome would do and it turned them into monsters and that's how it got out and john immediately is like we need to destroy this and sarge takes them from him is like no this is uac property we work for uac we have to save the data and they kind of have like they, they butt heads I was confused. I was like, why does he want to destroy this? Like the Because the he he doesn't want the UAC to potentially use this information to like have it happen again. And also he has like major gripes against them because like this is the company that let my parents die, even though they really was like that seemed like a natural accident, even though it's never really mentioned that much. Like, it, it seemed like his motivation was, like, fueled by, like, no, fuck the UAC. They let my parents die. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah it, uh, so, yeah. So, this is when Sarge starts kind of acting kind of weird. He's like, no, we're not going to, um, we're not going to destroy it. It's like, yeah, we're, we're going to protect this evil organization, and we're going to kill all the, the people here. And he orders everyone back to Earth to kill everyone, anything that moves. And when they get back to Earth... Literally, almost everyone there is already dead. Or just before uh, they, this, yeah. So Pinky is gone, and then, then this is, and Sam realizes that the monster is choosing who to infect because some of them are like, some of them are just being like they're dead. They're just they look horrible, but they're dead. And some of them are actually being infected and coming back. And so, uh. And they're like, oh my god, we gotta go back. We gotta go to Earth because Sarge is gonna kill all those people. And they tell him, they get the message to him, and Sarge is like, okay, okay, got it. And then some guy just sits up. Yeah, going, he just kills everyone me. immediately. And he just kills them. And I'm he just becomes very trigger happy, and it just seemed like he just completely I know he didn't really have that much of a personality. But he seemed a lot more level-headed when we first met him, and then he just like completely yeah. flips. And this is starting to when he's just becoming a huge asshole, and he's trying to sound so intimidating, and it just it just comes off so stupid. And this one, uh, yeah, it, it, I'm 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 honestly trying to like think of a time where like The Rock is in a movie where he is intimidating, because for the most part, he's kind of a teddy bear. Like he he he's like all hugs and smiles and like most of his movies, even ones where he's like kicking ass. Like even in like the like the Fast and Furious movies, like it's like family. Like him and Vin Diesel are like best of buds, even though they hate each other in real life. Or like he's, I mean, he sorry spoiler becomes the bad guy in Get Smart, but he's entertaining in that movie. Like he's not he's not as in he's not trying to be he's not trying so hard to be intimidating. Yeah, he's just like well, um, you know and um. Yeah. So, the so, kid, so yeah. The kid finds a room full of un, like uninfected people, and he tells them. And Sarge is like, "We got like we got to go kill them." And he's like, "What? No, they're not infected." And 
and then he and he's like shoots no. the kid yeah, for, he's like, for breaking orders that's an order and he's like no and then he just kills him and yeah and this is when they're like yeah. it was his first day it's like what do you mean this was his first mission how did he get leave if this was his first mission you don't go from the academy to vacation to work <laughs> that makes no sense um, but yeah, after, like, immediately after they kill the kid, Duke, or, uh, uh, Reaper and Sarge, like, stare off and, like, look like they're about to shoot each other, and then they turn and see Pinky, like, climbing out of a bunch of bodies, like, oh, hey, guys, and then a monster literally takes him by the head and drags him, like, down the hallway, and they get ambushed by a bunch of zombies, and then Duke gets pulled down through a grate, and Sarge gets pulled through a nano wall, and this is probably like one of my favorite lines in the movie of I'm not supposed to die as he gets dragged away. <laughs> it's like the rock realized like, wait, I have top bill. Like I'm not supposed to die. I'm the main character. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm the main character. <laughs> um, so, uh, and, uh, around this time, John has been shot and he's dying and Sam gives him the stuff that she's the, like the chromosome. the chromosome he's like and he's like no and he's like and he's like because i'll know i'll turn bad and she's like no you're my brother and it's like well that's just a fact that's not really gonna determine yeah, anything it's like, but it's like yeah it's like you're a good person he then wakes up and it all works except it then yeah. it then it's so random it then this turns is, into like hardcore uh, henry or is this it henry is, or yeah, harry and hardcore henry and yeah this is by far the best five minutes this entire movie has to offer it jumps from a full first person view of carl urban running down these halls gunning down like all these zombies the hell knights and and finally we get to see pinky in all of his glory still in a wheelchair (laughs) he turns into the pinky from the game which has like the same character model as the pinkies or like a very similar character model to the pinkies in uh, doom 3 which are basically just these like hulking monstrosities that just run on like either all fours, like really like hunched to the ground and just charge at you and try to gore you to death. Um, But I was, I was laughing because every time another monster showed up, one, like they all, one had an ax, the other had a chainsaw. It was just like, they each were given like ridiculous weapons to, to attack with. Um, But then no, uh, Reaper kills them all. And then finds Sam, and then oh, Sarge is still alive, and he's infected. And he's infected. They have this whole fight scene, and then he's like starting to turn, and then eventually, uh, John sends him through the like transportation thing back up to Mars, where he sends a bomb and blows up the whole thing, and the movie's done. And I'm like, yeah, great, yep. yeah, like <laughs> fine, and then, and then just. Just 14 short years later, we get Doom Annihilation, which still has a mystery budget of zero dollars because I cannot find any budget for this movie. And it's pissing me off at this point. It point. made. And I was it. No, no sense. Was it trying to be like a sequel or was it just like another movie in this universe or was it just ir- completely irrelevant? It, 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 it really had no major connection to uh, the first Doom movie with uh in 2005 this one was just kind of like its own standalone this is like 
what a video game movie should be is what they were trying to be. It, it was trying to follow the the main formula of the game of they go to like space marines go to Mars, scientists opened up a portal to hell, they have to deal with it. They they were just trying to follow the the storyline of the original games, whereas Doom was trying to follow a storyline that was more similar to Doom 3, even though it had almost nothing to do with Doom because it had no mention of hell whatsoever other than Carl Urban saying, go to hell to Sarge. Like, that, that's literally the only hell connection that they have in the entire first movie. Uh, whereas this one, yeah, no, they it's explicitly hell. They go to it, you see hell in, like, the end of this movie. Um, that was supposed to yeah. be hell. I thought it was, like, it looks like a different planet. It looked kind of like the yeah. ice planet that they go to in Thor. <laughs> just minus the ice. <laughs> yeah. They, 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 yeah. But, um, yeah, this movie just, I mean, Doom. Was, oh, this movie shit. Doom was really bad, <laughs> but it was like, it entertaining. was someone entertaining. Um, I, but this movie, it was just so much. And okay. Um, I don't know how this is possible. This has a higher score like from critics and I don't understand why it has a 60%. Yeah. I don't know what critics, but this movie yeah. is garbage. It's terrible. It makes no sense. I was so confused on what would the situation was and what they were all yeah. doing. And like, yeah. Cause, cause on, on IMDB, it, it, IMDB does counter that counter contradict that because on IMDB, uh, doom 2005 has a 5.2 stars out of 10 and doom annihilation has 3.6. So it's kind of up in the air on which one's better because everyone's kind of half and half on these ones. But in my opinion, doom annihilation is by far the worst. It, it is. This is a, this is a steam pile of shit. It was, yeah, it just it first of all, it just it was shot like a bad movie. It didn't something I don't know how to explain it. It just maybe yeah. it just didn't it looked kind of flat. It looked bright. Yeah. It just didn't it was it, really it looked, very low budget without like any of like a low budget charm like Velocipastor had. Like they were trying like they knew they had a low budget with that, so they kind of were going campy with this. This one it had that low budget feel and look to it, but it was being very serious with the source material like to the point where it's like okay they're just making everything seem kind of cringy and the way that they just forced easter egg after easter egg after reference after reference into this movie from like the games and other id software games it just seemed very forced and not natural in any way because at some at a couple points in the game like a couple of the the soldiers are like i'm your ultimate nightmare motherfucker and they say that twice they say the same reference twice throughout this movie it's like you don't need to do that we heard you the first time and it was okay the first time second time is just you guys are trying too hard so um yeah this it just oh god i just i couldn't wait for it to end it was so i honestly i i didn't even really want i like wanted to finish but i didn't want to finish it didn't get yeah. it didn't get interesting until the last like I said this before like the last like seven minutes of the movie it was really yeah. boring up until right. the last couple of minutes. <laughs> so 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 we'll, let's just jump into this one. This one follows like a very similar story to the first Doom, so this one will actually be really easy to recap. But, um, like, so yeah, it's um I guess our main character is Doc, not Doctor Lieutenant Joan Dark. Yeah. Because, you know, jo- jo- Joan of Arc, you know, because 
That was just, mo- oh yeah. oh god that okay that makes more sense. I was just like that makes I feel stupid now. It was just like <laughs> dark. What a like it was. I thought they were just trying to so hard to give her like a cool badass dark name, and it's just no that they, they were trying to go for like us like. No, they they were trying to go for like a really like badass kind of Sigourney Weaver and Aliens kind of vibe with uh uh this character of Joan Dark, um, and honestly, the more I say it, I I keep accidentally almost switching to Joan of Arc, uh, even though it, it's harder to say Joan of Arc than it is Joan Dark, but I keep almost wanting to switch, um, but yeah, no, it she has like this like character trait in the movie where or like uh, several scenes in the movie where she keeps getting flashbacks to her mom dying and giving her uh her her like cross uh giving her like a cross like or like a, a necklace and um it's like oh you need to like fight the demons within before you can fight the demons outside like it's like very cryptic and also weirdly specific last words to give to your like child um <laughs> It was but, like the yeah, same the, the, beginning, just like, uh, yeah, it was just, it was this, just, it was the same beginning as like Guardians. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it's the exact same movie as Aliens. This is the exact same movie as Aliens. It's just a bunch of space marines, like, hammered it up for the, for the screen, giving each other, like, bits of, like, dialogue and having, like, a bit of chemistry between all of them, like, it's like, Oh, like, ha! Huh, you're a pussy because you're not as strong as me, and I'm a girl. Ha ha! That makes you the the dumb ones. Like, it's like they're they're doing like this like really like cliched and stereotypical banter of like, oh hi, I'm the funny one. I'm the the smartass. I'm the guy who like reads a lot. I'm the nerdy one. It it's just which them one was slowly... the funny one and which one was the smartass? Because none of them were entertaining. Yeah, yeah, no, they were all trying to do. They were all trying to do something, and it wasn't good. <laughs> was was Bennett the guy with the glasses that wasn't a marine, the scientist guy? Was he the, I, was he yeah, the only one? Yeah, uh, I yeah, kind of liked him. Dr. He was the only one yeah. that all of the like. So right in the beginning, um, Joan wakes up. They're in this like hibernation thing for a couple of months, I guess. And <laughs> aliens. <laughs> and I guess so. There's a scene where the her she's uh her entire squadron or whatever they're all sitting around like eating breakfast and uh was it what so carly it was carly and then what was the other girl's name do you remember honestly i i do not give a shit about any of the characters they all they they were all one-dimensional i i could not tell who was who in this movie she was acting her ass off and it was just like stop like she was trying so hard and She's like, yeah, I think they do. Like, ugh. anyway, so Joan comes in and everyone's mad at her, I guess, because she made a call. She made a call that got them all punished. And so none of them are talking to her. Bennett's the only one. And I guess she and Bennett have a history. She's like, we date. I mean, I remember we dated for like six weeks. Right. And he's like, like four months. Like, okay, those yeah. are different times. Like, well, I- it's a joke, I, and I honestly, it's not a good one. But it was honestly like it was like it's honestly the best joke in this movie, in my in just, my opinion. It just made um, her sound. I'm tough and I'm cool and I don't. I'm not girly and I don't. Uh, I I was like, okay, I, yeah, I get they're, it. They're trying very hard to like make her like a really like 
overly confident, not overly confident, but, like, they're trying to, like, overcompensate to, like, make her seem, like, as badass as possible without any, like, major character descriptions or, like, personality other than, it's like, uh, I'm a soldier. My character, my, my mother died. She, she was religious. I'm religious. I wear a cross. I dated a nerd. That's it. That's, that's her character. That's all the character development she has given in this entire movie. So, um, or before all of this, so another lab, another doctor, they're trying to, some guy, portal. portal, he steps through it and he's like, I'm honored to be the subject. And it's like, okay. He goes through okay, it. Okay, that, that's a that's a little culty. Did did he have some Kool Aid before this scene? Because it seems like it. Um, oh, yeah. Um, oh god. <laughs> he, he, he goes through the portal and the Kool Aid man comes out. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been that would have made this been... movie infinitely more watchable. So he comes out and they're all like, "It worked. We did it." Everyone's hugging and. The camera has not shown us the person other than the fact that we see he's made it, but we haven't really seen him. And then it cuts and they're all freaking out. And he looks like kind of starting to look like one of the monsters that we've already seen. Yeah. Like he's like super pale now. And he's like, like, like his nails are like black. Like they're almost like, like dripping like ink, like, but like thick, like blood ink. And he's like, got like like mascara under his eyes i get like it's he basically looks like he just like got blasted in the face with like a bunch of like uh like black powder like he he just looks like he's going like he's turning into the crow almost like he's just like super pale but also like a bunch of black spots everywhere but like what bought what i thought was weird was so they're all hugging and excited, and then they take a look at him, and I'm like, so what was he, did he look like a monster when he stepped through? Did he look like a normal person? Why did we see him look like a normal person? It just was, I don't know, and it was dumb. Because there wasn't any money in the budget to show the transition, probably. Um, so, uh, so anyway, um, back to, so Joan and her whole thing, they, they all, they have a mission, I guess. Yeah, they're 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 basically they're they're pissed because they're now being stationed on Phobos. So yay, they got the location right, the moon of Mars, at the UAC uh, facility where this test of the mystery hell portal just took place. And as they arrive, they can't get anyone on comms, so they more or less break in through like the emergency exit, and it's like, hey, where the hell is everyone? And it's like, okay, let's try to reestablish power, because when they get there, there's like, everything's on emergency power. Uh, so they're all kind of suiting up through, like, their, like, random badass montage, and that's this is where we get a couple uh, of the Force references of, I'm your ultimate nightmare, motherfucker, and we get to see one of my favorite weapons in the Doom series, the super shotgun uh, that the Sarge has, because of course you need to have a sergeant or captain, whoever like the main space Marines in charge. Um, yeah, they, they go through the facility and it's like, okay, where is everyone? They can't find anyone. And then they find the headless body of a security guard. And what's his name? It's a reference. He's, William Blaskovich, he's the main character from Wolfenstein. Uh, and then they find, like, a bunch of blood written, or a, a bunch of writings in blood, and it's like, oh, 
I'm the nerdy one. I can read that because, of course, you can. Um. Yes. So. Yeah. So they um eventually yeah it's, it kind of starts off the same. They go into the basically they. I don't know. There, there's a, there's like it's supposed to be like an attack. All the like monsters start like an alien, and some of them are monsters like infected, and some of them are. One of them keeps joking the whole time, like it's aliens, it's aliens, and they're all like, Psh. like, and then yeah, it's aliens. So I guess no, it's it's like yeah, technically, it technically would be an alien to them because they have no idea what this is uh, until they like randomly come across like a preacher who used to be a soldier there who is like helping like a couple of the survivors there and it's like oh these are these are demons from hell it's like all right i guess they're demons because no one's no one argued with this man at all on this very drastic statement because they have they have no reason to believe that these are demons or anything for all they know they could be an alien this the the imp that keeps showing around um which this is one thing I do like about both movies that the, is that they mostly did use um, practical effects for the creature design. I mean, they don't necessarily look that great. I mean, they do in the first one because they had Stan, Win- Stan Winston do the creature effects for those ones. This one looks kind of cheap, but it still looks impressive nonetheless, especially compared to the CGI later on in the movie. Yeah, it's um, so... Uh... <laughs> so... Um... They basically, yeah, they're under attack, and the attack, I feel like, went on for a very long time, and about three, two, two or three of them die, and, I mean, you know, at this point, I didn't really care, because... I didn't even, yeah, I didn't even knew their names at any point in this movie, it's like, did, did we know them? I was like, oh, that girl died. Oh, I guess I was mixing up the captain, and then there was that religious guy. I can't, I was, I was, uh, I don't even know. They all look, they look the same to me. So I was getting so mixed up. And then this is like, all of this happens. And there's like, maybe 40 minutes left of the movie. This movie is an hour and a half. Or hour and yeah, this, Yeah, it, it feels like nothing happens for so long in this movie. Other than them just... It just feels like this movie is just one constant attack of just a couple zombies charge them and somehow they get killed because of this. Um, even though it's like, two zombies, I have a gun, they have a pipe wrench, I think I can take them. No, I'm dead. That's the whole movie, and this happens like five or six times throughout this movie. We then, uh, then there's the doctor from the beginning, and yeah, he, I guess, like, so pro. I think before all this, he went into the, like, uh, portal. Yeah, it, 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 I think it's implied that, yeah, he did, like, go into the portal because he's, like, later on he shows, like, he's, like, super infected. Like, he has, like, the same kind of, he looks, like, the same as the the test subject guy from, like, the beginning of the movie of just, like, like, black, like, super, like, black sooty, like, marks under his eyes, like, got like black rotting teeth like he bit into a uh like a ballpoint pen <laughs> like he he's just like drooling ink yeah and they um they're all like freaking out like you know what what are we gonna do and then they find so um the monsters are now like on the ship and uh 
the guy who's like control. So there's Daisy, who's kind of like their version of Jarvis, I guess. Um, yeah, it, it's in fact even affected her, and there's like a whole other fight, and um, one of the monsters like sucks something out of. Yeah, it, it's it it, it it it's basically like playing like a a, a Dementor like kind of move in um in Harry Potter. There was no reason for it. The Dementors suck out. They suck out like the happiness and or or in extreme cases can suck out your soul but this i'm like what is what what's what's he doing what's the point and it never really comes back it kind of sort of comes back later but i feel like it still wasn't explained at all so i was like whatever and then um the religious guy shows up and kills uh monster monster, uh saving joan and then she kills the monster and then they realize like okay so we're running they're like we'll just so the doctor wants them to open a portal because that can send them back to Earth. And she's like, Joan's like, no, we'll wait here. And then Bennett's like, oh, we, we can't because the uh, power is going to, we're at 1% and we got like 30 minutes. And so. It's like, dude, pressing information. You got to tell that stuff first. <laughs> so um, they're, they, and so Joan's like, okay, we'll open the portal. And Bennett's like, what? And she's like, I just said that to get him to like shut up. And it's like, okay. And then they open the portal. He then, so one of the uh, nurses or other, I don't really know what she was. She was kind of. I, I think, yeah, she was like a random tag along research assistant um, that was kind of just following uh, the doctor around since like the beginning of the movie. And she really served no purpose other than the fact that, oh, she's just going to add to the body count. And then she, um, yeah, basically, uh, the doctor, she had said to the doctor, like, I saw you, like, went through the portal, and he then stabs her, so she won't tell anyone. Was it tell anyone that he went through the portal? I just was, like, I don't know, he just stabs her. There are then monsters then come out of the portal that they just opened. The doctor leaves, and then the monster kills Carly and the other guy. Yeah. And I think I, I I think the only people left alive at this point are Joan and Bennett. Really quick, um, Carly. So she's part of the squad, and right in the beginning, so um, they're all just sitting around talking. They got out of hibernation, and she's speaking. Was it French? She was speaking a different language. Oh uh, yeah, she's speaking French. And then someone's like, "Is anyone going to tell Carly that her hair's that this hibernation turned her hair blue?" And then in the next scene, she's speaking English. And I was like, wait, so she could understand them that her hair was blue. Like she hurt, like I was just so confused. And then I just, I, it never came back. So I just moved forward. Yeah. I don't know. I I feel, I feel like they wrote that joke out of order and they didn't have time to fix it. So then they, uh, decide, yeah. So Carly dies. The, uh, English Australian guy dies and it's just Joan and Bennett. They then find he's on the, uh, according to the nurse that's dying, he's on the fourth floor. There is no fourth floor. And, uh, they find, him. Like yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, they on their way to, uh, to get him to go get the doctor, uh, Bennett's attacked and then Joan makes it up there, and then Bennett's been infected, yeah. and she has to kill him. And then the doctor, yeah. she kills the doctor, it then shows that he's, like, 
infected. Already activated the portal or something. He's infected yeah. and then he. Oh, oh, we for- we forgot at this point. Um, she has the BFG nine thousand. And she fires it at an imp, and she makes the shot. She hits it. We actually see the BFG 9000 in use. Yes! <laughs> um, but then she's thrown... This is the last, like, ten minutes of the movie. She's thrown into the portal. She wakes up. I thought it was another planet. Or she's, like, sw- like drowning. Like, she's swimming. She climbs out of the water. And then she's still got the gun with her. And then all of these, like, creatures start coming out. and then. They're gonna, they're gonna kill her, and they're gonna wipe out mankind. And then uh, she has that flashback of her mom giving her her cross necklace, saying, uh, "Even in your darkest moment, I'll be with you." And then she fights her way out, and then she kills the leader. Yeah, like, yeah, like, like no problem whatsoever. She kills the leader in like one shot. It's like, okay, cool. All right, that that's a really anticlimactic fight in hell. She then throws the, like, she has some bo- bombs or grenades on her, throws them, leaves back through, lands on Earth at the other uh, base, and she's like, I need a drink. And they're like, we'll get you some water. And she's like, no, I want vodka. And then she's like, we got to shut this down. And we need, like, I need to talk to your military, whoever has the head. And the guy's like, that's me. And she's like, no, military. And he's like, this isn't a military operation. She's like, it's about to be. And so they're trying to sedate her. And then I guess monsters are about to come through. And then the movie's done. Yeah. yeah they, they make it. end on a very open ended and they are kind of implying it later on that they want to do a, a sequel. Like this, there have been talks later on um, about a possible sequel because in December of 2018 months before its release, Gil, uh, Giglio, uh, the director. I, I'm sorry if I'm horribly butchering your name, Tony Giglio. I know you're listening because you're a fan. Um, responded to a user on Twitter who asked if the Barons of Hell would make an appearance in the film, and he stated that they might be for the film's potential sequel. I'm staking this straight off of uh, the internet right now, so it has to be true. Um, but yeah, it's heavily implied that they may do a, a sequel, especially since they. Um, left the ending of the movie so open-ended uh kind of similar to how the first doom game ends where your reward is you get trapped in hell like that's how that's how it ends you get trapped in hell um but yeah no this movie ends and um it did not end fast enough this movie sucks it it was so boring I, i was so glad it was an hour and a half because it like I was just so done. It was not good. It was boring. I didn't care. I will say the actress that's Joan, she looked familiar to me. And then I was looking up and she actually, I thought she was someone else. She is, if anyone has ever watched Once Upon a Time she, on like the show, not the movie, not Once Upon I almost said Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. The show <laughs> Once Upon a Time, she was uh, Merida in season five. Because this is when they were just like, hey, let's shove every Disney character down everybody's throats at this point. So yep. it was really weird. I was like, oh, yeah, I totally recognize her face. So um, but anyway, um, so there's yeah, that. No, this this movie, this movie doesn't do anything new with the source material or uh, anything really with like the movie at, at, in a, as a whole. I'm, I can't even really talk right now. Um it's not even they, like it's bad. Like it's it's a funny movie to watch with people. 
Like, yeah. it's just, it was just so boring. Like, I don't have any, I don't even, I don't even know what I would, how I would, I'd make a ton of changes and I don't even know what changes I would make because like, it wasn't even like, oh, that's a mistake. It was bad. It was just super, it was bad, but it was also just super boring. Yeah, no, th- th- this definitely fit to like, like video game movies back several steps. Uh, like, like not that long ago, we got uh, like Detective Pikachu, which literally broke the curse of bad video game movies. It I did? was literally like, yeah, no, that officially broke the curse of bad video game movies. It had such an overwhelming positive reception from both fans and critics, and it like made their money back and then some. So it officially broke that record. And then this movie took several giant leaps backwards back to like uh, Mortal Kombat Annihilation and has hence taken the title of worst video game movie with the title Annihilation. God. Uh, it's just, this, just, yeah, this, just, this movie, I don't know. We, I can't, I can't say that it was bad. It was terrible. Don't watch it. I, yeah, I, I can't, I, or actually, you know what? Just get just go to the last maybe ten minutes of the movie. That's just all you yeah, really need to it, watch. That's the only thing about it that's interesting. Everything else about it is boring. It's not. It's not shot yeah. well, or it's shot just very flat and basic. Like it's just, uh, just everything about it is very blah. Um, the first Doom, yeah. which is considered <laughs> to be worse, but I felt like it was a lot more interesting and it, it was coherent. And they're putting pieces together, even though it wasn't at all yeah. related to the game. It was still putting pieces together. So, like, it was, you know, entertaining. Like, we're figuring out stuff. Yeah, no, it, it, it was, it was a, yeah, it was a story from beginning to end that you could very easily follow. Whereas Doom Annihilation, for newcomers to the series or fans of, like, the originals, um, it, it, it just felt like a very forced way to try to make money off of like the new doom hype uh like because this came out between uh the doom remake that bethesda did in 2016 which is fantastic and doom eternal which is going to be coming out in about a week or so uh by the time this releases um it's it's just a, a cash grab that uh the studio thought that they could make uh, some serious money off of it, even though they, it seems like they didn't put very much money into this, um, which I won't know because I can't find any information on how much money this um, movie cost to make. Uh, only the DVD sales, uh, which are surprisingly lower than I thought it would be. Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what else I can say about this. It's really bad. Don't watch it. Um, yeah. I feel like we've summed that up. Um, yeah, but uh, Doom 2005, how would, how would you rate that one? Um, Like on a scale of 1 to 10, I would give it maybe like... With... I want to say maybe like a 4 or 5. Like it's really bad, but it's not boring. Yeah. As I mean, there are some scenes that are kind of boring. But it's not anywhere near as boring as this. This one I would give like, I don't know, a one, negative two. Like it's just <laughs> really bad. Uh, the yeah. Doom 2005 is a little more fun than, than this one. This one just has yeah. straight to DVD 
written all over it. Yeah. No, if you if you manage to find a copy of Doom Annihilation in your home, and if you're a fan of the series like I am, then you need to do one thing and one thing only. Rip and tear until it is done. Or annihilate it. <laughs> um, it's Or unless you love it, then, I don't know, try to make us understand what we're missing. Um, or don't. Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah, any... I don't know. I have no more to. I have nothing else to say about about any of these movies. Yeah, this this movie sucked my soul out. I'm 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 tapping out. Uh, I need to watch a good movie like Starship Troopers. Oh God. Um. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll 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 get there. Um. Yeah. So yes, we will. As uh, like as we said before, as we been saying we're on facebook we're on youtube we're on apple and spotify um please keep listening um uh please rate us that would be really nice um and yeah like we said before recommend movies i, I really just want to see what people say honestly i mean we'll do them yeah. i just really want to see what movies people say um yeah like if it's some it's if it's like a personal favorite of yours or a new or upcoming movie like yeah, just let us know what you guys want us to watch and we'll give you our honest opinions about it. Great. Um, any other, any anything else to add? Anything else to say? Yeah, just um, make sure that you guys like tell us what you guys want us to hear. Um, we we want to make sure that this thing, that how we're doing it is in a way that you guys will enjoy it and keep listening because we're not really doing this for ourselves. We're also doing this for like all you guys listening and we hope that you guys enjoy it, and if we're doing a good job, let us know. If not, you know, tell us why. Yeah. Um, you suck, and here's all the reasons why. Thank you, Internet Troll. I appreciate that feedback. Um, if that happens, we gotta give, like, one of those, like, uplifting, like, like, thanks for your feedback, and, like, exclamate, yeah. like, an exclamation point, like, we're super quirky. <laughs> just, just read it with, like, nothing but, like, ins- inspirational, like, whimsical music. It's like, you suck, da 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 <laughs> Yeah, God. Yes. <laughs> um, alright, uh, I'm Samantha uh, Tomlinson. <laughs> and I'm Kevin Tracy. You've been listening to Movie Reel. Keep it real, folks.